0: Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. Lucinda, providing you with the tools, knowledge, skills, and power to advance your career, grow your business, and build a better future for your community. We are the Tourism Academy. Welcome to Business Class.
1: On this week's episode of Business Class from the Tourism Academy, Steve Ekstrom sits down to interview Lucinda, aka Sandy Feet, a sandcastle expert. Lucinda shares the story of how she got into making sandcastles She chats about big sandcastle building events she's been to, and she talks about how art exists in so many forms. Let's get to the show. Checking in from Sandcastle Village in South Padre Island, here's your host, Steve Ekstrom.
0: Ekstrom. 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 So my story is that I spent 20 years in tourism development, Mm -hmm. helping cities, states, museums, attractions, restaurants, hotels, theaters, get more visitors. And about two years ago, just as COVID was hitting, pulled an idea for a nonprofit educational organization off a back burner, and I have been doing that since. So we teach people the essentials of tourism, how to provide better visitor experiences, uh-huh. uh, how to run more profitable tourism businesses, and how to develop tourism around protected sites like yeah. UNESCO heritage sites and whatnot, so that. There's an economic opportunity, aside from poaching and logging and whatnot. Yes. Sounds like a... So that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. This last year, I sold my house and everything in it. Since (laughs) I no (laughs) longer have to travel for work, and I did, I I traveled up to 150 days a year before. Wow. Um, Now I don't have to travel for work, so I own an RV and I travel for fun full time. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting experience. I, since I worked in tourism, I'm lucky enough to know people almost everywhere I could possibly go. So in a lot of ways, it's, it's visiting friends nice. and also being a tourist. Um, the podcast started as a way to sort of share some of the unique experiences that I get to have. Mm-hmm. having been in the industry for so long um, a lot of it's you know, the behind the scenes the how does it work or stuff you wouldn't expect type of thing so I was in New Orleans and you know instead of just going and checking out the art museum I actually got to sit with the director of the museum at his office and he gave me private art tour of his office and went through the vault All right. and the archives and stuff like that um, I write for a couple travel magazines when I'm in places I like to meet people that have unique jobs that somehow relate to tourists and tourism. Mm-hmm. Well. All right. So, what's well, your story?
2: Um, well, I was a high school English teacher in my former life. hmm And, uh, and I, I, um, was from Michigan and they were laying teachers off so I had to come someplace else and my grandparents were winter texans down here i tell people i'm third generation winter texan they hung out here a lot so i um i sent a, an application to get hired at a school district up the valley a bit and they hired me on the phone they needed teachers so desperately down here so i taught for six years and but i was spending every vacation every weekend on the beach because a beach person always been a beach person I had no idea what sand would do. So I met this guy named Amazing Walter, and he still is alive and amazing. He is now my ex-husband, but I still am very fond of him, and his uh, his third wife helps us out here. She opens this uh, village every morning for us, because they live almost by her. But he and I started building sand castles everywhere, and we got invited to big events like the World Championship, and so uh, he, he's also still active, but he's, he's a good bit older than me, so he's, he's probably almost done. But I still get to do some traveling. Uh, my last big trip before uh, COVID really hit was in December of 2019. I, had a, I went and did a, a, an exhibition in India. So I've been able to travel a lot. Now I'm getting a little long in the tooth, as they say, and older, younger people, including my nephew, who I taught and is my partner, and uh, he gives, say, Kessel lessons in Galveston now, he, um, sort of who I'm handing this on to, all right, yeah, I'm too old to go do this job, but he's able to, and, you know, give him the chance, so he's a... Uh, really starting to experience he's in actually in Alaska right now carving snow so <laughs> I'm, I'm tickled for him now I wouldn't want to do it not me I don't like uh, practicing in freezers where but did you I've been I've been doing this ever since so it's about 40 years um, I'll travel all over the world I've written three books on how to do this um, I was in the Guinness Book of World Records for three years for building the world's longest sand sculpture. It's about two miles long. We did that here in South Padre Island back in 1987. So the internet never found out about it, but it, it happened. I remember it, and uh, yeah. So now this is this is the thing. Now I give sandcastle lessons, and uh, kind of I'm the curator of this. I have, did not carve a lot of the stuff here, but I helped maintain it. And, uh, and i hire people
0: to come help us out, do sculptures here, and changing it. It's fun. What made you decide to do this full-time from what you have been doing, from teaching?
2: Well, I was not ha- I was not happy as a school teacher. I, I loved the kids. I loved um, the subject matter. You know, I was teaching Macbeth, all these things. That, but um, the school administration looked at me kind of like, if you really uh, fit in here and I didn't, I didn't really fit in so I was looking for something else to do and when sand when nobody was building sand sculptures here, it, was, it was really a whole new thing and and we were, we were attracting a lot of people that the tourism industry here noticed and uh, helped us get a contest going which is now in its 34th year, Sandcastle Days. we started it, and I'm still doing it um, then they they had this idea about the village. I had the, the trail idea years ago, and I got I got no support from anybody. I just, I just did it, and they had a lot of vandalism, you know, setbacks. But somebody in the city finally noticed and said, "Hey, you know, we could be the sandcastle capital of the world." I said, "Hey, yeah, we could," you know. Other people are going to try and take that from us, so we just need to go out and do a lot of sand sculpture. And um, I still, they still don't promote it the way I'd like them to, but they're, they're doing that. <laughs>
0: and what's what has been your favorite sand sculpture that you've seen? Uh,
2: that I've seen, or that I've Both. okay. Well, um, about six years ago, I was invited to a project in Kuwait, and there were about seventy. Uh, professional sand sculptors from all over the world, and we spent about six weeks carving all of the scenes from the Thousand and One Arabian Nights, all the stories, and it was uh, a real challenge because of it being a Muslim country, first of all, no drinking, and (laughs) a lot of these deals where we all get together and carve together, we call it it party carve. got to be able to drink and then get up in the morning and shovel sand. Yeah, it's, right. it's, 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 not for the, it's not for the faint of heart. But uh, in this case, there was no alcohol except what was smuggled in. And we couldn't uh, carve eyes because it was like stealing the soul. So even of the animals, the horses and stuff, we had to devise different, different ways to create eyes. Maybe a spiral or stars or something.
1: Quick break to tell you about Group Travel Odyssey tour operators. Do you ever lack quality service and support from your IT provider? Are you tired of entering the same system information over and over? Well, now is your chance to be part of the GTO community. Group Travel Odyssey is software and service that helps you effortlessly manage your group travel marketing, sales, operations, suppliers, and accounting. Visit grouptravelodyssey.com to request a demo so you can personally experience our flexible software and service. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries. Now back to business class with Steve Ekstrom.
0: What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about sand sculpture and- I could go
2: on for quite a while on that subject. Um, they think it's something for kids. You know, it's a kids thing. We give lessons, and we actually put on our website—not really appropriate for kids under age seven. Just um, they don't have the, the first of all their hands. They're muscular. they they're their hands aren't aren't built to grab tools like this. You know, they don't have strength. They don't have dexterity. They don't have attention spans. You know. <laughs> Uh, So it really isn't a kid's thing, and that's a hard thing for people to wrap their brains around until they come to some place like this, and then they go, Oh, this is what we're talking about here, yes. And so I teach people how to, you know, that castle over there, any one of my students with a little bit of practice could build something like that if they really wanted to, because that's the kind of skill level that we get them to. But it's not for kids, so... And, and, you know, it, it's interesting if you're uh, a functioning adult and you try to put Sandcastle Builder on your application for a loan, you know, <laughs> kind of, you mean, that's a thing. I go, yeah, it's a thing.
0: <laughs> what would you so, say to somebody who wanted to get into Please little-
2: come talk to me. We are trying so hard to find more people to give lessons. Last summer, there, we have three full-time instructors, and we were just not able to keep up. It uh, And it's a fun job, you know. You can kind of plan your own hours. The pay is really good. You know, $50 an hour. And, um... But we still have problems finding people willing to, you know, to put in the hours to get good at it. That's what it takes. And that's what our sand camp thing is, is really all about, is to try and train people to not just be instructors but to have more fun on the beach in a way that doesn't hurt the beach or you know anything else really it's just moving sand around and then you walk away and leave it there it's
0: what do you find most rewarding about
2: Oh there's so much First of all the artistic expression in itself is 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 so fulfilling in so many ways for me and for most people have some kind of art thing music thing uh, you know whatever but um, sand you know sand is everywhere all over the world and while it is not all as wonderful as this sand is for doing what we do you can you can modify sand to make it and and it just as a way to develop art skills um, 3D stuff you know I, I still can't draw but I need all three dimensions, you know? I can I can see things that way. and um, But it's, you know, if you're on the beach, most people like to be on the beach, anyways. Just there in the sun, and you can read a book or you can go in the water for a while, but then what do you do? You, know, you start, hmm, that's interesting. You know, what can I do with this? Well, I can make big letters, you know, I love you, or, or whatever. Um, by just pushing sand around a little bit, but once you see how easy it is to get it up in the air, then the the possibilities just it. It, they explode.
0: <laughs> what do you hope people take away from visiting something like this?
2: Um, well, I I hope that they see yeah that that art exists in so many forms and it's all around you and uh, you know our beach where we give our lessons. Sometimes there's seven or eight castles just there uh, various levels of completion. And people just stand there and go, wow, well, is this something I can do? Yes, it's something you can do. You know, uh, um, Take a lesson with me or, or read one of my books. or I've got a website called sandcastlecentral.com. It's got all kinds of free tips and tricks on it. You know, It's just, uh, I think the world would be a better place if more people put sandcastles. <laughs> just how I feel <laughs> and
1: uh, just a couple
0: more questions
2: mm-hmm.
0: what was your creative kid?
2: music music and writing I really, I thought I was going to be a rock star or, uh, or a novelist and uh, of course neither, I, I do play music but that's just for fun and uh, I, I do have some writing skills but I didn't know what to write about until I suddenly Discovered that nobody knew how to build sandcastles like I do. Um, I actually have a literary agent who um, tried to find a book on sandcastle building for his kids and couldn't. So he went online and tried to find a sandcastle builder who could also write, and that's how he found me. And really helped me help me pull the book together. I was I was scattered. Uh, figured it out. And it's still selling. it. the book first came out in two thousand five. You still get little royalty checks. what so, <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, well, a lot of folks like that back but that's interesting. Uh what's something magical that happened to
2: you in the last couple years? Well um, we were able to keep going, you know uh, Texas didn't really shut down for long, for much, and which is, you know, a debatable thing, whether that's good or bad. But um, I think um, finding out from people just how badly they wanted to be outside doing something, anything, and here I was with waiting, you know, open arms, saying, hey, let's let's build a sandcastle. You know, you can wear a mask. If you want me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask too. but. Uh, you know, we're out here in the sun. We're yeah, having fun. And, and we had our best year ever last year. year. And, um, and, and so I, I feel like, you know, it, it really is shows how much people need other people. They need to get out. They need to do something with their hands, to, to feel the sun on their faces, uh, hear the, the waves washing up. Wrestling is such a great way to, to experience it all and still do something.
0: So, if I were to take a lesson, what's the first thing you teach me?
2: Well, the first uh, thing you want me to know that it takes more water than you believe. And uh, so, when we build less, when we do lessons on the beach, we dig holes. We dig holes to get down to the water table. So you want to be close by the, sh- the uh, where the water's washing up, but not so close that the wave come up around you. So you need a tide chart. Good place to start, see what the tide's doing. Dig a hole, make a pile, and then um, you can use bucket forms, cut the bottom out, turn the bucket upside down, This. fill it with sand and water, more water than you possibly believe. Tap, 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 pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. And when you pull it off, you will have a column of packed sand, it's gotta be compacted with water. And then you can, The glue is important if you want it to last. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, um, we were using just Elmer's White for many years. Um, we found out that tight bond two is kind of a wood glue. It stands up to the rain better. I wouldn't want to use that on the beach. I think there's maybe chemicals in there that you wouldn't uh, want to include, but in a enclosed situation like this, we can, uh, we can use the tight bond two. And, and I know we're under a tent and all, but uh, we had a storm come through a few months ago. The rain came straight out of the south, right under the tent, and took huh. out those two last sculptures. Which wow. only gave us a reason to carve something different there, you well, know. But... Yeah, do you have
1: something that holds it better than the water,
2: Well, we use water and compaction to actually build it. But if we want to preserve it, we spray a light solution of glue and water. Just, uh, just yeah. That just puts a skin on it. If you dig into that, it's just sand. Yeah. So if we want to recarve something, we just take the glue off the surface and wet it and carve it again. Thank you Sure. Much.
0: Have you been building sand castles? Burke. Do you build sand castles? I'm
2: kid on the beach, but Hardly think? anybody doesn't like this. <laughs> when well, you're a young person uh, in the uh, lakeshore where we had a lot of... Oh, the bear. And different sand. Of the sand. Yeah, Which different lake sand were you at?
0: It only lasted so long when people would knock it down anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens to me. Thank you. That was funny with that hand there in the banana. Is there anything I didn't ask that you wish I did?
2: <laughs>
0: Take a course, train your people, teach what you love, promote your products.
1: Donate today at tourismacademy.org, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Business Class is powered by Group Travel Odyssey. Group Travel Odyssey consolidates human resources, marketing, sales, tour operations, tour accounting, supplier management, and on-the-road management in one convenient, easy-to-use package. Improve your team's efficiency with continually updated supplier information and pricing right at your fingertips. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries.